Jess, it's happening. Whoa, Tina, what are you doing in my car? Space is here now. No closet will be left behind. Did you say closet? Yes, the Container Store custom closets are up to 25% off. It doesn't matter the size or shape. Space is coming to them all. You're not serious. Space isn't a joke, Jess. How long do we have? Through October 13th. All right, buckle up. The Container Store Custom Closet Sale is here with up to 25% off all systems, including Alpha. The Container Store, where space comes from. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dikewood Mills. Dikewood Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International denomination with over 3,000 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and an author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 500 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Hewitt Mills. Father, thank you for your blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated. Hallelujah. Turn with me to Isaiah. Chapter 11. And verse number one. There shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding and of counsel and of might. Amen. And the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. So... Just very briefly, I want us to pray for these things. Now, one of the revelations that God has given to me recently is that that God was speaking to me was showing me that have I noticed that the spirits that we've been praying for, the Holy Spirit you know that is what we tend to lose as we stay as Christians we, we can lack grossly the very things that um, these spirits represent. If we start with, this is the prophecy of Jesus, and it says that the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. You know, Isaiah is the big one from whom um, we have. And to us a child is given, a son is given, and 
A virgin shall give birth. By his stripes we were healed. It's all Isaiah. So, uh, this is also speaking about the stem of Jesse. A rod of the stem of Jesse. You remember Jesse was the grandfather of David. Oh, David was a son of Jesse. So, out of the lineage of David, you have um, Jesus. All right? So, from the tribe of Judah, and then David. So, it's all there. And right now, he says that when he comes... This is going to be on him. The spirit of wisdom. Now, it's easy to see that, um, you know, in other people, it's easy to see the absence of these things. Isn't it? Wisdom is what to do. Do you get it? What you are supposed to do. Those who are not in the government, watch the government and easily you know what to do. Don't you know what to do when you watch the government? You are not a government, but you know what to do. True or not true? Yes. And it's easy to see that they seem to not know what to do. Or you don't get what I'm saying. I don't want to say much. (laughs) But it's just fantastic. Is it not fantastic? Yes. Then, the next thing is understanding. You know, you would think that as you get older, you understand more. But it seems that when you get older, you don't understand things. Yes. And many times you can see somebody is failing because he doesn't understand uh, what he's talking about, what they are doing. They don't understand the effect of it. It's easy to see in somebody else. They don't seem to understand. You get it? So, the depth of understanding, Matthew 13, 23. If you look at Matthew 13, 23. Matthew 13. Are you there? Matthew 13, 23. It says, But he that received the seed into the good ground 
is he that heareth it and understandeth it which also beareth fruit and bringeth forth fruit some a hundredfold some sixty and some thirty so you see that the difference between the seeds that didn't sprout and didn't bear fruit was understanding the more you understand the more fruitful you are I mean if you like you can read the verses before verse 22 or 21 let's read it he that received the seed among thorns is he that hears the word and instead of understanding it the care of this world the deceitfulness of riches choked the word and he became unfruitful do you see now what was the characteristic of the man who became fruitful do you see what was the characteristic that's found in verse 23 is the man who hears the word do you see and understandeth it you see so it's those who don't understand things they don't bear much fruit they can't understand how can it be that seek ye first the kingdom of God can lead to my prosperity I, can't, I, don't, I, don't get the, I don't get the revelation or the connection do you see so understanding makes, lack of understanding makes you barren so the spirit of understanding and you, if you look you see that older people are more barren spiritually if you, if you go to a church with more older people they are just basically sitting there waiting to be blessed bless me I've come bless me one more time and I'll give offering of hundred cities true or not true touch me one more time change my situation this is the, the lot of older people so when you go to a church well most a lot of elderly people it's not that they want to be barren but they have also seen a lot of problems there are a lot of problems in the world so you can you can you can't really blame them i mean they, they've seen a lot of things you haven't seen at your age are you with me yeah but at the same time it's difficult to see how to i mean to understand a lot of things in the word most pastors prefer to preach to younger people but they, they don't know how to preach to younger people because most pastors need the money of the older people or oh, you don't understand the message i'm preaching so it's like before you preach to the old people if you preach to the young people they, they don't have even phones so you know how can you get anything so when you look at this so these people they have nothing i need somebody who drives a bmw not those who are taking uber every day and trotro every day so the holy spirit was showing me that the holy spirit that you've been praying for 
You know, it's almost like the good characteristics seem to get finished as you grow older. Wisdom seems to get finished. How to do things. That's why people sometimes at a certain age they'll say that, you know, retire. Or if not head of retirement. Retire, please, so that others can come and do some. You are tired. Retirement. There was a time that retirement, 55, 60. You, you got to go. Because they've noticed something in as much as you are more experienced, something does not seem to be working well. All right. Now, the spirit of counsel is also gets finished. The older you get, the less people can advise you. True or not true? So it looks like we have actually been praying for a top up of something that is getting finished. Yes. And then the spirit of might, which is strength, is also getting finished. You see that you are sleeping more. (laughs) Some say, oh no, I need to rest. I need to rest. I just came. Tomorrow, come next week. Many of the many organizations they say, we'll meet next month. We'll meet in June. Next quarter. Nothing gets done. There's no strength to decide now. Let's look at our bogus educational system, for instance. I call it bogus because I compare it with what we used to have in Ghana. You know, Ghana, I think that the living of Ghana is hypocrisy. We don't like to look at realities. We just like to shave over things and just say nice things all the time. That is it. How many of you were watching Apple to do exams? Raise your hand. I need your support. I need your support. Raise your hand. You see, we never have this in school before. When I ask everybody, everybody raise their hand. We all look, watch Apple to do exam. I mean, nothing like that. So how can it not be bogus? What's the meaning of bogus? Check bogus. Dictionary, bogus. You watch a poor to pass exams. One of my church members was telling me a certain region in Ghana which name starts with one of the alphabets. (laughs) She told me, she said, look, we never write as a, everybody has the questions before in that region. Yes. We never write a normal exam. Bogus. 
fake, not genuine, undesirable or harmful, incorrect, useless, broken, fictitious, harmful, and made even more bogus by successive governments. Everybody comes to say, no, no, you are not low enough. Go down. You are not bad enough. Go down. We need to destroy you, please. So, it seems that the older you become, the less counsel you have. I hope you understand. As we are about to pray for the Holy Spirit, we are praying for what finishes. It's as if we have a tank that is running. The thing is going out. Yes. If you like, meet a married couple that have chaired in the marriage. Do you understand when I say they've chaired in the marriage? Like they have been in it for some time. And try to advise. You will see attitudes. I will say, hmm. You don't know what you are saying. This thing, we have been here for some time. You don't know. So you see that the older you become, the less you can be advised. Yes. You meet a younger person and you tell the person, do this, do that. When you go, this, this, that, the person will be flowing. You meet another person and say, do this, do this. Uh, A person will say, do you know what I do? This person, you don't know. If it was you, maybe I can do it for you. But for this person, it's, it's not a... Whatever. So it looks as though our tank is getting empty of all these things. So it's that the Holy Spirit is like the spirit of wisdom. Huh? Understanding, counsel, strength. We need it. What do you think? Huh? And then the spirit of knowledge. You would think that the older you are, you know more. But it's amazing that as we get older, we seem to know less. You know, I don't want to talk about things. If I talk... I don't know, anyone, there are some people who come to write things and put it in the news, take a little clip out. Anyone who is misrepresenting what I'm saying, I see leprosy on your fingers. Yes. May you wither. So, you know, this is what we are praying for. And then the fear of the Lord. That's the other one. You see that the older you are in the church or even around, the less you fear God. Do you see? Yes. Because remember when you sinned last time, Nothing happened. <laughs> then you sing the next time too. What happened? Nothing happened. Then you sing next year. Nothing happened. Nobody saw. Then you sing again. Nothing still happened to you. 
No disease came to you. No sickness. No trouble. So you become more hardened. And you don't fear God. So that one too also leaks out. Are you with me? I don't want to even go into the spirit of others. Spirit, these ones are enough. But how many have seen that these characteristics are getting less as we they are depleting as we go on? So we are we are praying today for these spirits of God to be on us and with us. And as we pray, we are praying that that aspect, do you see? Which destroys lack of wisdom. Wisdom is how to do it all. What, what do I mean by wisdom? You see, when you go to Harvard University, or you go to, um, what do you call it? Which university? University of Ghana, Cambridge, Oxford, and all the big names. When you land at Kotoka, which is just here, Ghana has not Ghana has been blessed with leaders who have been to all these places. Where did Kwame Nkrumah go to university? Oxford. Where did um, Buzia? Oxford? Yes. President Kufo? Oxford. Our people are not small people, though. Liman, Sorbonne, General Achampo. I think he went to Sandhurst College. And his mate was one of these, um, I don't know whether Prince Charles or whatever. Hmm? Akufu. Yes, Akufu was the mate of this uh, Sandhurst, Prince Charles. Our people are not small people. But when you arrive at Kotoka, how to implement what you have learned at those places? Bagbo went to school at where? Bagbo. The French place, the big one. Is that the Sorbonne? Yes. That is also where he went. We don't have small people as our leaders. But when you land at Kotoka, how to implement so that here will not turn into Sodom and Gomorrah. Or even Sodom and Gomorrah. I don't know if you have seen it has reached Kwakwe last stop. It is joining, it is going to join and cross the road to the sea. So it's starting from Obechebi Lamte up to the sea. And there's a mayor who I saw being given Awards, I think we are the best in Africa and various things. Supervising the expansion of slums. And we are getting awards for it. No, I don't want to talk about many things. If I talk, you, you, you yeah. So I'm talking about wisdom is how to implement. That's why you can go to school and after you'll be poor. Because how to implement what you learned. Most economics teachers are poor. It's true. 
Yes. Most economics teachers are poor. How many did economics in school? Are your teachers, were your teachers rich or poor? Huh? I didn't waste my time doing such a subject. Yes. Most of them are poor. Huh? Your economic teacher didn't have a car. Yes. So how to implement the economics is different from knowing economics. Knowledge is one thing. Then wisdom is defined as how to implement. So you may be taught model marriage. But when you enter marriage, you may be a leopard in the marriage. A beast in the marriage. Not that you were not told the thing so. But that when the time came for you to implement, then you see that it becomes whatever. So that even discourages teachers. Because they realize that their students are not implementing it. Because you got a bad marriage even though you went through model marriage five times. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, today we are praying for these spirits. It's Isaiah 11, verse 2. The spirit of the Lord should rest upon him. Yes. Top up. Even to fill the tank completely with wisdom. Spirit of wisdom. Spirit of understanding. Hmm? Spirit of understanding is important. How many of you would like a nurse to operate on your heart? But she, she studied the same subject as a surgeon. Anatomy, physiology, surgery, medicine, pharmacy, everything. But it's the depth so when she opens, cut open your heart and your heart starts to pump, pump, she says, hey! <laughs> the blood is coming too much. The blood is coming too much. And the doctor, the surgeon, who knows what he's doing. Even the blood will be coming plenty like that. You see that his hand will be inside a pool of blood. His hand will be inside like that. He's not, he's not moved by the blood that is coming. Yes. When you, the experienced surgeons, you see they cut some, the blood will come like a swimming pool and fill. Their hand will be in it like that. They are, they are normal. But if you say, hey, hey, it's not dying. You wait. <laughs> it's the level of understanding. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yes. But they all study the same subject. It was my greatest surprise one day. You know, our church, we used to have only nursing students. They were our main members. So when I started to ask them what they were learning in school, they were mentioning the same subjects that we were also learning. That's when I realized that it's the, Matthew 13, 23. Matthew 13, 23. That he that receives the crown and understandeth it. Many nurses didn't, they couldn't do well math. They had D7 or even C48. I think you need C you need C in maths isn't it to, to go no but I don't know about now but most of the nurses didn't go to university yes they are not uh, university graduates so you, you, means you, get, you may get D8, D8 or F7 in maths and you are in school 
But the doctor, he, he did maths. So he understands a few more things, a bit more. That little more is what makes the difference. Yes. What do they do at masters and PhD? The same, 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 same words. But only that you understand it more when you are doing masters. PhD economics. The history of economics. They know more. But when they fly and the aeroplane touch down, how to implement it when they see the darkness in Ghana and the heat? I hope you understand. Stand to your feet. This is just a short prayer time. But I think you are realizing the importance of the Holy Spirit. Lift your hand and ask God for the Holy Spirit. No, pray specifically for spirit of wisdom. And always remember what you are asking for to know what to do. And the spirit of knowledge. Isn't it? You will not be blind anymore. In Jesus' name, pray. Lift your hands. Call on God. Everybody just pray for the spirit of wisdom only. Yes, Lord. Pray for the spirit of wisdom. Lupa Duke Sundaba Kappa, Machioko Paradiano, 
Machioko Paradiano, Machioko Paradiano, Machioko Paradiano, Sonteco Pariano Bala, Lipa Co, Sonteco Paradiano, Telebeco Palia, Lipa Sandava, Mentor of Mosandele, Venu Makuta, La Paradiaco, Holy Hand, Lebeco Paradiana, Holy Hand, Ecosolomo Cosmetic, Ray Paracosha, Iparanico, Manto Copania. let us pray for the spirit of understanding yes remember the deeper your understanding the more fruits you bear. Let's pray. Kama Shando Kabaranda Yes, Jesus. Understanding. Give me understanding. Give me understanding. Give me understanding. Give me understanding. Spirit of understanding. Matoka Paradia Koparadia Tondolobo. Sore de Koshandava. Ika Sore de Akapa. Le Paradia Nuse. Morine Diniose. Zonia Maka Paradia. Rasson de Leme. Yomoko Paradiano. Iako Paradiana. Lamana Sonda Lamana. We pray for the spirit of understanding. Malonia <laughs> Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for blessing us. Yes. Now we are praying for the spirit of um, knowledge. Amen. Knowledge. Do you know what, what I realized? You know, the Bible says in Isaiah 42 and verse 19, Who is blind but my servant and deaf as my messenger? Or who is blind as he that is perfect and blind as the Lord's servant? So the more you are even perfect and mature, 
the mob sometimes you become blind to so many areas. Yes. So that is why there are pockets of knowledge. That's what I've seen. Knowledge is in pockets. If you are in Lighthouse or UD, you have a certain pocket of knowledge. If you are in Assemblies of God, you have some pockets of information. If you are in Catholic, you have pockets of information and knowledge. So there's pockets. So you can easily be in one pocket and completely oblivious of some other huge area of knowledge. Are you with me? So like a Ghanaian, you can be in Ghana and know something that no American knows. But they, in America, can have some pockets of knowledge that we are missing out. So let's pray the Lord, whatever area of knowledge I am blind to, Jesus, Lord, start to show me by the spirit of revelation start to show me knowledge Lord. that I don't have. Knowledge I don't have. Pray right now for the spirit of knowledge. Maybe Thank there's some the knowledge you knowledge. need in your life. Knowledge, the spirit of knowledge. Whatever you are blind to, whatever is covered from you, you don't see, but it is there. You don't know, but it is true. It exists. Yes. You are unaware. Lord, give me the spirit of knowledge. Oh, yes. Mara <laughs> Holy hands, spirit of knowledge, spirit of revelation, spirit of truth, spirit of life. We pray, Father. 
Everybody pray, 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 Spirit of knowledge, spirit of knowledge, spirit of understanding. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> 
You may be seated. Wow. Are you still here? Amen. Now, the last thing we are going to pray for before we move on is the spirit of counsel. Amen. Now, the spirit of counsel in Isaiah 11, you can see it in verse 2. It said, the spirit of the Lord shall be upon him. And the spirit of wisdom, these are all different things. If it were the same, they wouldn't be mentioned separately as they are. Wisdom, and you can see how I've been explaining. Wisdom is landing at Kotokaba. I don't know what to do. Understanding is knowing, but it's not deep enough. So you don't bear fruits. Isn't it? Now, the spirit of knowledge, you know that it's like you just don't know anything about this area. You get what I'm saying? Like you don't have any idea that things exist. You know, there's just, you're just blank. But somebody can tell you. You know, most people don't know what sicknesses are. You know, in Ghana, when somebody says, oh, my hair was paining me, but it's gone. That's how they speak. At Miracle Service, oh, my hair was, but it's gone. My lungs. And it's gone. And your lung is pointing down here. So, that's knowledge. But now, the last one I want to talk about is the spirit of counsel. That is where somebody can give you advice. And that advice can 
change your life. But again, the older we grow and the more we stay around, the less open we are to advice. True or not true? Yes. So that is why most of the people who are ruling different countries in the world are lacking good advice. But they also choose the people to advise them. Usually people that have been faithful to them for years. And you cannot blame them for that. Why would you not choose someone who has supported you and given you a lot of money to win your election or whatever and then he's the person telling you that what is important is this. Will you not listen to the person? You will. So you end up missing the spirit of counsel because you you just don't get the right input because usually the people who have the right word for you you get it? Sometimes I don't know what it is, but it's like as if the devil wants to hurt you. You will never hear them, or you cut them off. So, if you remember the story of Pharaoh, when Pharaoh had the dream of the seven ill-favored cows. Now, if you want to see an ill-favored cow, you can come to Mampong next week. We have some ill-favored cows. You see, people are some way. Somebody was bringing a present and he brought an ill-favored cow and now there are ill-favored cows there, lean. You know? So, but Pharaoh had a dream and he saw seven of them, seven cows like that. And an east wind blasted the cows and they became lean. So he didn't know what to do. Now the butler, do you see, remembered that there was somebody who could give advice. And that if they were to listen to this man, who was not in the current cabinet, and neither was he one of the top businessmen, that if they were to listen to him, things would be okay. So they went and called, brought Joseph from the prison. And Joseph shaved. When you respect somebody, you adjust yourself to the person. You don't just be as you are. Yes. So you can't say your face is like that. When you respect someone, you smile, you you change, you look cheerful, even though you are not cheerful. You get what I'm saying? So Joseph shaved when he was being brought to Pharaoh. He didn't just come as normal. Hey. I don't want to talk further. <laughs> so, he came and it was his advice that really helped. And you know what? Through Joseph's advice, um, every land, the Bible says they sent and called Joseph and brought him hastily out of the dungeon and he shaved himself, changed his clothes. Hmm? and came to Pharaoh. By the time they followed Joseph's advice, everybody's land got, everybody's food got finished. 
they all came to buy from uh, Pharaoh. And at a point, they told Pharaoh that we will not lie to you. All our money is finished. Our cattle is finished. And our land, they sold. He made them sell the land to Pharaoh. So Pharaoh the king became the owner of the whole of Egypt. And he rather gave them land to farm. And to pay him every year. (laughs) At a point they told him that the only thing that is left is our bodies. Just one man's counsel. One man's advice. So in Daniel 5 verse 9. You'll see another crisis came. I'm talking about the spirit uh, of uh, counsel. Belshazzar was greatly troubled. So there are great troubles that come. And his countenance was changed. His face had changed. You can tell a lot by your face. So don't say that your face doesn't mean anything. Okay. His countenance was changed. And his lords were astonished. Then verse 10. The queen. See, advice comes sometimes from the oddest of places. Yes. The queen, that is his queen. Okay. Advice can come from anywhere in your life. Even from somebody like me. Advice can come. Can come in preaching. Can come from somebody you meet, you talk to. But it's the spirit of counsel giving you a word. So now the queen said, now the queen, by reason of the words of his king, came to the house, do you see, to the banquet. And the queen spoke and said, Oh king, live forever. Let not your thoughts trouble thee, nor let thy countenance be changed. You see, your face again. You know, people used to insult people with your face. Verse 11. Now, this is what the queen said. This is the advice of the queen. She was advising the king to listen to the advice of somebody else called Daniel. He said, there is a man in thy kingdom. Do you see? In whom is the spirit of the holy gods. You see, so the queen is talking about somebody that if you bring this person in, It's going to change things. It says, and in the days, and the reason why she's saying this is that she's telling him that in the days of your father, you see, the father of this Belshazzar was Nebuchadnezzar. So in the days of your father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the holy gods, was found in him. You see, So, she was trying to tell him that this man exists. You don't know him. You are just used to listening to your astrologers. And he says, thy king, thy father, made him the master of the magicians, whom they were used to listening to. So, you may may have a particular person or group that you are used to listening to. But when the spirit of counsel is going to work, the counsel may come from outside that place 
And I'm sure you all can see that our, our nation and many nations need people that are empowered to listen to, even maybe to you in the university. I don't know what you have. I'm sure you also have something to say. Because a lot of the things that they, 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 they look like common sense issues, do you see? Made, it says he made him the master, master of the magicians. That's the scientists, the businessmen, the economists, the Chaldeans, the soothsayers. Verse 12. Now, she's giving her explanation and she's advising. Says, For as much as an excellent spirit and knowledge and understanding and interpreting of dreams and showing of hard sentences, you know, explaining difficult things and dissolving of doubts was found in this particular man called Daniel. Whom your king, the king named Belteshazzar. I will advise, look into look into her advice. Let Daniel be called. That's her advice. Let Daniel be called. What do you think? And he will give that. So that's the spirit of counsel. But I'm, as I'm even sharing with you, I'm realizing that many times counsel comes from outside. Your usual counselors. It seems that we all have some group that we trust. (laughs) True or not true? How many have a group of people that you trust? I mean, like you haven't officially appointed them, but they are unofficially appointed advisors of your life. Is it not true? Yes. Some of you, you are advised by books. Some of you, Bill Gates is your counselor. Some of you, Oprah Winfrey is your counselor. Some of you, Nelson Mandela's life is your counsel. I mean, you are like a historian. You have some particular areas where you get your counsel from. Some of you, it's your girl, girl friends. When you chat amongst yourselves, then you get some ideas. True or not true? True. And you see, if the wisdom you are getting from these friends, whether it's girl, girls, or boys, boys, or girl, boys, or boys, girls, or whatever friends you have, is not good. Minus two times minus two is what? Is what? It's negative and negative is what positive. In this case, it doesn't work. That formula doesn't work. Minus two, minus two. It's minus four. So if the person's wisdom is minus 40, and you are going to add his wisdom again, 20, minus 40 minus 20 is minus 60. Or, I should say, two times minus two. Zero. It's not zero. Two times minus two is what? Minus four.
So when you get the negative input, that's why when you have a lot of foolish people together, it multiplies their stupidity. Do you understand? Yes. And then it also multiplies the type of wisdom. If it's a certain line of thinking, it increases. That's why you have certain schools increasing in certain kinds of thinking. Because a large group of that type of person are there and multiplying what they are saying. And reinforcing and emboldening themselves. They become emboldened. Is that the right word? Is it an English word? Yes. They become bolder in what they are thinking. Uh-huh. So if they are thinking, I don't need a man, they become stronger in it. Because this one says, I don't need a man. This one says, I also don't need a man. And this one says, it's a good, a good idea. We all don't need a man. And then that's all. Then no one is needed. And then it becomes multiplied. 24 times minus 2. It's what? Is it minus 24 times minus 2 or 24 times minus 2? Huh? 24 times minus. No, 24 certain way of thinking people. Yes, their minds are working negatively. Negative 24. No. 24 people, not negative 24. It can't be negative 24. There are 24 positive existing people speaking negative words, and the negative word is worth minus two points. 24 times minus two. It's minus 48. You are now saying it. What, 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 what. So it multiplies. Yes. It multiplies. That's why a church, churches have, that's why I've never stopped people from coming to preach in Lighthouse. We need outsiders to come in. Because in case there's foolishness here, do you understand? Some input will help us. You get what I'm saying? Or even some of pockets of knowledge that you are cut, cut off from. Yes. And it comes in. To join, and so I'm, 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 I want oh, more visitors should come and preach. It's, it's fine. We are happy when they come. We always clap for visitors. People who preach in other churches, they are always happy to preach here. But we clap for all of them. We clap for all of them. We believe everything they are saying. Yes, we are excited. Yes, we are happy when they come. We will we, we be shouting. They should flow. The economists who are teaching word salad economics of debts and so on, they meet together and it becomes worse. Mm -hmm. If the government was a bank, if the government was a bank, you yourself should decide what will happen to the bank. Huh? In terms of owing money and whether you have money to pay and whether you have money to. So many people's businesses have closed down. They, they can't pay them. 
and they didn't pay them. It's amazing. So let us pray. Maybe there's some advice for your life. Isn't it? The spirit of counsel. On who to marry. Maybe you've chosen somebody. But you don't know that the lady you have chosen is a lesbian. Yes. But only some people know it. And an advisor is needed to come in to tell you that this woman will find it difficult to love you. Because she loves girls, not boys. God forbid. Hmm? That's why the Bible always says that you shouldn't marry a stranger. Those of you who always love strangers. Strange woman. You ask her what work did she do? She said protocol. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean by protocol? Oh, street protocol. No, no, no. She cannot pronounce prostitute, so she's making protocol. You are about to receive the spirit of counsel. Stand to your feet. Let's pray. Father, give us the spirit of counsel. Lift your hands. And your broken heart by the anointing. Give us the spirit of counsel, O Lord. Thank you. Thank you for the spirit of counsel. Mucha <laughs> 
mofani mo moteliano mosunje kapalia loredo kosanga ichio pokoka kolia mento vamina le medica sola rajemia konsono mochiando boko italo pala le medica sola matolo moso ikotoko pakataka ikotoko pakataka ikotoko pakataka masondolo boya Ratia Kosanda, Vichando Lobokopa, Mapara Diakoso, Iakoto Lomoya, Iakoto Lomoya, Madonia Contano, Madonia Contano, Madonia Contano, Madonia Contano, Madonia Contano, Iakopo Conaniaka, Laratia Kosandaba, Iparadino, Soria Parieco, Chondo Bellumale. Le bereke sondaba, lita koliyako, modele vediyama, mando benimo, sondele vediyama, paraniko, jogloga, malombre, tovanino, leto komaniko, sondele glibanda, lamba sunte kompakando, le perezioko, iako sonferedia, la rumono sonda, la rumonochia kompakariano, la lumono sombra, embereneke sonda, la monoko sandaba, jioko, Papa vide che so capa dago morotosio compa ampeno cosa andava ampeno cosa mere ampeno cosa andava ampeno cosa coce la macontanio le pido porotipa sopra conde mezzo polula la russo prendo clamo monte le fila la manassiando io moro così papà appara di acco e sombre se di acco io compa cola Mancio Pacula, Mancio Pacula, Lo Veracusa, Mantucua Pacula, Mancio 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 Pacula, Lift your hand and thank God for the spirit of counsel thank you for this that is coming to your life that is coming into spirit of counsel yes spirit of counsel yes spirit of counsel yes listen one day I was with a pastor and he was going to buy a building, not in Ghana. 
And the man, an Indian man, I believe it was, was selling it to him for, I think, $100,000 for their church. And he didn't have money. And I told him, go back to the man and talk to him. And I gave him about three points and tell the man to sell it to you for 80000 I told him, don't. He had finished negotiating. That was the last price. The man said, never reduce it. But I told him, go. So he went. And when he went, spoke with the man and used the points I gave him. The man reduced the figure to 80000 So that's $20,000 worth of advice. Yes, that's the cost of the council. Yes, your whole life. Yes. So your life can be changed by just a little bit of counsel. Yes. One lady was listening to the Makane in the night and she said, if I'd heard these messages before, not a pastor, I would not be divorced today. I would have known how to behave in my marriage. Because there's a lot of things in the Makane. He said, I will not be divorced. I regret the way I behave. But you see, this person was only listening to her gang sisters. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Huh? So if the sisters are four and she is one, it becomes if the advice is minus three, the, the worth of the advice is negative. It takes you back negative by minus three. And then there are five existing human beings. So that's five real people, not, not, not absent people, present. So they get five positives times minus three is what? Minus 15. So when the sisters come to add to the marital problem, and they also speak. It's her own word. She said, I will not be divorced today. If I had heard this makane, which she just happened to hear in the middle of the night. It's not a pastor. So the spirit of counsel is a very high valued spirit. Lift your hand and thank God for the spirit of counsel. Rato <laughs> 
Thank God for the spirit of counsel that's calling on us today. Spirit of counsel. Spirit of counsel for my school, spirit of counsel for my life, spirit of counsel for my relationship, spirit of counsel, thank you Lord in the name of Jesus Christ, we give you praise, we give you praise, We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Receive the spirit of counsel. Receive the spirit of counsel. Receive the spirit of counsel for your life, for your marriage, for your ministry. Maka, receive the spirit of counsel. 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 The spirit of Daniel and Joseph. Receive the spirit of counsel. Receive the spirit of counsel. Advice. Good advice. 
advice for your life. Full advice. Kabala, Mashiba, Ramana. Hey, Makabala, Nola, Mamandala. Receive the spirit of counsel. Receive the spirit of counsel. Receive the spirit of counsel. Malek, Kabaranda, Mama. Hey, Malaba, Bariandala, Mama. Hey, Matalaria. Hey, Matalaria. Hey, Matalaria. Hey, Matalaria. Hey, we thank you lord we thank you lord we thank you Jehovah Almighty, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jehovah Almighty. Let your hands sing it. We thank you, Lord. into our lives and Joseph's law. Thank you for giving us the spirit of wisdom and understanding and counsel Lord. Thank you for the spirit of knowledge for taking us out of isolation. In from pockets of knowledge you have shown us other things that we didn't know. Thank you for the spirit of revelation that takes away our blindness Lord. Our blindness Lord. Our darkness Lord. Thank you for opening us up Lord. To new realms and new worlds. Thank you for the spirit of understanding, Lord. Thank you for deepening our understanding that we may love you and serve you and serve you better. We give you thanks, Lord, in Jesus' name. And everyone shouted, Amen. God bless you. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord.
God spoke to Moses saying, this is what pertains to the ministry. From 25 years old and above, they shall serve in the tabernacle of the Lord.
excited to be in church this afternoon. I can't hear you. You sound like you're asleep. First love, are you in the building? Give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Tell five people I'm ready. I'm ready for what God has for me. I'm ready to hear God's word. Hallelujah. This afternoon, once again, we have the blessing to hear from our Father and our Prophet. How many of you expect something from God this afternoon? The Bible says the expectation of the righteous will not be cut off. Do you feel excited? Give me a shout if you feel excited. Give me a jump. Give me a hand clap. As we welcome our Father, the Prophet, Bishop, Doug. He won Mills Shout nothing is impossible Upon his word for everything, 
Everything is possible with you. We welcome your presence. Lift your hand and receive the presence of God to touch your life. You have not come to hear a message, but you have come to encounter God in a way that you cannot encounter Him or do not encounter Him at home. From the presence of the Lord, receive your healing, receive your blessing, receive light, receive guidance. Receive an impartation in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for this great blessing of your presence. In Jesus' name. As we gather, may your spirit work within us. As we gather, may we glorify your name. Knowing well. Knowing well that our hearts begin to worship, we'll be blessed because we can. We'll be blessed because we can. We'll be blessed because we can. Sing it for the last time as we gather. Today, my topic, I want to begin a new topic called, Lord, I know you need somebody. Lord, I know you need somebody. Amen. Tell somebody, Lord, I know you need somebody. God needs somebody. Amen. God is looking for someone to do a job for him. How many will volunteer for God? Wow, all of you. That's amazing. Number one, God is looking for a man who will be in between God and men. Ezekiel 22 verse 30. So number one, God is looking for a man Who will be in between God and men. Ezekiel 22 verse 30. I sought for a man among them. That should make up the hedge. And stand in the gap before me for the land. That I should not destroy it. But I found none. So God God was looking for what? Money. God was looking for money. What does the Bible say? God was looking for investors. No, God was looking for a man. So out of you here today, God is looking for a man. Somebody who will not just say, yes, yes, I'm here. But actually do nothing. You know, 
you can never compare the value that you have if you were to give yourself to do God's work. So as we build up towards our swollen Sunday, which is in how many weeks? Two weeks. Not this coming Sunday. The one after. Yes. It's our swollen Sunday. God is looking for somebody to who will be in the gap. Now, you know, everybody has a time that he's supposed to die. You know, no matter what it is, it's like when you come to a country, they take your passport and they stamp it and they give you one week to stay. Three months, two weeks. So when you are born, at the time that you are born, the Bible teaches us in Job 7 and Job 14 that the days of a man are like the days of a hireling. All right? And he has an appointed time. You see? So, in Job, it teaches us that man has a time that he's, he's given. So when you are hired for a job, it's like, oh, you can have this job for this long. Now, the day of your death, this morning, when you woke up, came nearer by one day. Do you understand? The great day that you're going to go out of this world. Now, some people are headed straight for hell. Except somebody rises up to come in between the anger of God and that person. Yes. And you know, mediators, sometimes it's when when somebody comes in between, that saves your life. Sometimes you say that it's only because this person is talking. If this person was not involved, I wouldn't listen to this case at all. Yeah, because this one, this person has brought his mouth into this case. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it, although I'm not happy that I'm even leaving it. Yes, out of sometimes respect. You say, just leave this case. So that is the state of many people in the world, if not most. And God is looking for someone whom he likes. And someone who he is happy with. Who can stand and talk to him. For people that are in difficulty. And people that are going to hell. People are going to hell. Plenty. The Bible said the gate is wide. The way is broad. People are moving thousands to hell. That's the truth. So apart from your school and your job and your little marriage and your little relationship, I'm also informing of something that is also happening. (laughs) That people are on their way to damnation, to destruction, to hell. And God is looking for someone whose involvement will change the outcome. And that person is you. So, Lord, I know you need somebody. 
And God needs human beings to come and to be involved in the work. So most Christians are taught receive blessings. Most Christians are taught just Christian virtues. Patience, love, humility, kindness, benevolence, and so on. But there is more to life than all these nice things about your character that will just make you a nicer and gooder person. God says, I sought for a man. And I can say the same for myself. I'm also seeking for people who will work for the Lord. You know, when you all raised your hands just now, that, oh, yes, I will, I'm ready. I almost laughed in me. Because over the years, you know, I became a pastor exactly when I was 25 years old. So it's been 30 years since I've been a pastor of the same people. You may not see the people in this room, but I'm still the pastor of almost all the same people. Either they are in this country or that country or in that branch or that branch. Because people move around a lot. But we have stayed as the same group of people. Most people have said yes, but didn't go. Jesus himself told the story. There was a man who said, I will, but he went not. Then the other one said, I will not go. But after he changed his mind and he went. So, over the years, if you ask me, I'll say 95% of people did not go anywhere. And did not do. Recently, I was in Uganda. And as I drove through the cities, names of pastors were coming to me. You know, my lay pastors... They are some of the most good, moral, dedicated, correct people. Like they don't have even family problems. They don't have moral problems. I mean, they are upright. They are good characters. And what? The Christian scripture union type of people. With men of integrity. Most of my pastors are like that. I, when I see them, I, I'm, I'm even intimidated. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? But they wouldn't want to work for the Lord in a certain way. But when I drove through Uganda recently, I passed through a town called Jinja. Jinja. J-I-N-J-A. Jinja. Reinhard Bonke went to preach there. And he was driven off the stage and driven out of the town by, I think, some pastors. Yes. And they say the town became a desert for all these years, since that time. You know, I drove through that town. I drove to a town called Mbali. I went to a city called Mbarara. I went to another town called Masaka. I went to the north where Idi Amin comes from, Gulu, the city of Gulu. I went to where? A town called Soroti. I drove so many and I was, I was thinking of some of my pastors, the, the good pastors who have good families. And I was thinking to myself, if this man was here, 
for the, for the last 20 years, he would have built a big church and touched the lives of many people here. We, we couldn't, most of the, well, many of the churches there not developed very much. It's bamboo and then they cover. The first time we went in, they used bamboo and then roofing sheets. That's the best church for that town. And I was thinking, wow, this pastor, I will remember all my lay pastors. If he was here, he's such a good person. He would have been able to do this. If this one was here, I was thinking of them. Hey! He says, I sought for a man. I mean, it's the only time I've ever seen God looking for something. That's not found in heaven. Yes. He's looking for somebody who will work for him. He says, Lord, I know you need somebody. You can depend on me. I'll go for you. And when you listen to the testimonies of young people that have been changed, including some of us here, you can see that if it had not been for Jesus and for somebody going all out to try to win someone to the Lord, I don't know where you would be. I personally believe some of the people who, who have died, who have joined our church, young people who have died, because we've had some young people who died. I believe that that was probably the divine time that they were given in life. And that it is through Christ that they were even saved that we got to know them. And they were saved. So somebody went in between them and God. And they got saved. And it was like their time was up. Yes. You know, we all believe God to cross 70 with ease. And that is our faith. And most of us are going to cross 70 with ease. But not everybody has been given that. John the Baptist was not. Jesus was not. He had a a lease. So, ladies and gentlemen, God is looking for something that's not found in heaven. And it's you on earth. You on earth. If you want to heed to the call of God, this is the time God is calling all young people. When you are young, you are nice, you are nicest. You have the most energy even. You know, you feel more pressure for sin. But you also have more energy to resist it. You see, you didn't know that, isn't it? Yeah. I'll explain it to you. You see, when you are young... You have more feelings. How many have been having feelings? In this section, have you been having feelings? But you also have more strength to control your feelings. Now, when Solomon came on the throne, he was a young man. Do you see? And he was so attractive that every person, you know, his father had a problem with fornication. So he decided that for fornication, I will never fornicate till I go out of this world. So everybody he liked, he married the person so that you cannot say that he's fornicated with the person. Because that was the problem that his father had. So he decided that he would 
not fornicate, but he will rather commit love rather than commit fornication. You get what I'm saying? So every guy, when he sees that he likes what's no engagement. And he did it until he had married 1,000. I'm sure he didn't even have time to service all of them. God, there were so many. A thousand people is a lot of people. Oh. But the Bible says that when he, got, when he got older, his wives turned his heart. But at first, his wives were not able to turn his heart. Initially, he was very strong. So he was resisting things. He said, no, no, no. When they say we have to serve God, say, stop it. You know my father, David. I don't, I don't, I don't serve idols. Nonsense, stupid. I, I won't marry you. Go to the back. There are seven hundred people here. Join the queue. You come, you come here in a three years, four years time. I'll see you in four years. <laughs> Next, two fair-colored wives should come, and he was calling for different wives. But when he got older, these same wives were able to pressurize him to change what he believed. So, you, you must not despise your youth and think that, no, we are having too many desires to be useful for God. You'll be surprised that when you are older, rather, you may be weaker and resolve. You say, Child, what is the use of all this? We have been serving God. We are tired. You know, we should rest a bit. From all our sacrifice. God forbid. So don't be sad. That you are a young person. How many have been feeling sad sometimes. About your feelings. Your feelings can make you feel disqualified. How many feel disqualified. Sometimes you feel that. No, no, no Charlie. Those at the back feel different. The back people. So God is looking for a man. I tell you. He's looking for people who are going to serve him full time. He's looking for people who are going to be witnesses for him. He's looking for people who are, who are going to go all out. Both boys and girls. Who are going to do something for him. Lord, I know you need somebody to stand in the gap between your judgment and these people. You see, Abraham was there and God decided to ban Sodom and Gomorrah for homosexuality. That's why the name Sodom, I'm sure it doesn't even mean homosexuality, but it it is associated, so associated with that sin that when you say Sodom, it's like, Sodomy is like, you get what it's like, Judas. Judas is a good name, but it has been spoiled by the personality who used the name. You get what I'm saying? But when God was going to destroy Sodom, he said, let, let me just tell Abraham he's my friend. Abraham is my friend. That's what we say. I am a friend of God. I am a friend of God. That's Abraham. I don't know about you, but that was Abraham. And Abraham, he told Abraham, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. And Abraham said, well, what about if there's 50 people? And God said, oh, okay, 50. That's a fellowship. 
I'll hold on. Then he said, what about if there's 45? Huh. Okay, 45. Then what about if there's 40? And the Lord said, 40 people, eh? 40. Is it including you and your family? He said, yes, 40, including me and my family, 40. The Lord said, okay. What about 35? And, 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 and Abraham was negotiating. Hey, for the whole city. He was rapping God. What about 30? What about 25? What about 10? <laughs> and what about, what was the lowest number? Five. Ten. At the Eba Center. If I can get ten people. Including Lot. So Lot, his wife, his two daughters, six to go. He couldn't get six people. Huh? He couldn't get a basenta of six, six people. So six people would have made a difference in God's mind. So those of you who could have brought six people to church and don't do it. They said, oh, it's just these six people. It's just these, it's just these, you just wave your hand. A person is very important to God. God really sees people as very important. God said, if I can have ten, and that's Lot, his wife, and two daughters. I said, for the sake of this, a church of six people, including you and your family, that's ten members. I'll change the plan of eternity. So you see how important a basenta is, basonta, batenta, every group that we have. You sit there doing nothing when God is saying the only thing that God needs. You know, when an important person needs something, you should, you should, you should respond. Catherine Kuhlman, there are times she would just mention, just in passing, oh, she has lost her umbrella when she's preaching. Oh, I've lost my umbrella. Then still, still bring umbrellas to the radio station. Plenty, thousands of umbrellas. <laughs> or she said that she's lost her handkerchief. Then they will bring thousands. So she, she has to be careful what if she makes a mistake of saying something that she likes or she needs. <sighs> so, God is letting it slip out of his mouth that he needs somebody. That he, he needs a person. Yes. So, today you must all ask yourself, what answer are you going to give? To God, when He says, "Lord," when He says, "I want somebody to do this," I sought for a man who will work for me. Somebody who will not just sit in church and say, "Hey, I like the dancing stars. Hey, I like the film stars. Oh, they are nice. Oh, hey, I like Ida's song. Hey, as for me, I like outside. Hey, as for me, I like this." What do you do for God? Lord, I know you need somebody. You can depend. Everybody, when I say, Lord, I know you need somebody, just lift your hand and say, Lord, you can depend on me. Lord, I know you need somebody. You can depend on me. Amen.
Number two, God is looking for someone whom people can turn to with their questions, the questions they have about life. Amen. There are many questions in life. Job chapter 5 verse 1. It says, call now and see if there is any that will answer thee. If there be any that will answer thee, to which of the saints will thou turn? Who can I turn to? Call now and see if there is any that will answer. Is there anybody that will answer the question? Years ago, I had a question. And it's, a, it's an intelligent question. There's nothing wrong with asking questions. It's a sign of intelligence. I ask a question. Why did Jesus Christ die on the cross for me? Because if you want to save me, just save me. But why all the drama? Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, what's all this drama dying on the cross? And I, I don't understand it. And there was, if there is any that will answer, there was a man ready to answer me. His name was Uncle James. And his picture is in my office right now. He was there in his brown Datsun 140J. Yes. Brown Datsun 140J. He was sitting there. He just parked outside and sit in his car. Then we all come to him and talk to him. And I asked him, why did Jesus die? I don't understand why. He answered, he told me, he said, without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. Blood must be shed for forgiveness to come. He, He gave me that answer. That's the ministry of uncles and aunties who go to secondary schools. Do you think the young people are not asking questions? Every young person is asking questions. Young children are looking at pornography and wondering, what what are the grown-ups, what are these people doing? What is this? They need somebody to answer. Some have had experiences. They need somebody to answer questions. Some have their parents fighting, quarreling separated, divorced, different things, and they need somebody to answer a question about life, about what is going on, what is happening, what's the future, why, why, what? Some have their parents dead, some have somebody they love dead. Is there anybody to answer? Lord, I need somebody, God needs somebody who will answer the questions of the children. And who will answer people's questions if you have the time? I'm telling you. And you see, life is full of changing scenes. At each changing scene of life, you have to adjust yourself, otherwise, you will not work for God. Life changes too much. When I say that, my pastors who are with who have been with me have been their pastor for the same 30 years. It's true, it's the same people, but you know, there's a song. Is it a Methodist song? Through all the changing scenes of life, in trouble and in joy, graces of my God shall seal my heart and Uh-huh. Through all the changing scenes of life, the Wesley God people are they are all singing here. When I say other things, they will be quiet, looking straight. But this one, Methodist hymn, they are singing. They were even going to verse 2. 
saying is that life changes. There are scenes that keep changing. And at each junction, there's confusion. Each junction of life, from school to after school, is a junction. You, you can fall and you, you, will not, you will not even know that. I mean, you used to be something. Hey. You can travel from this country to this country. When you move, you see that everything has changed. Through the changing scenes of life, you need to keep changing. That's why I'm still preaching. And I'm not having a short service for people that are not interested in God. If you, don't, if you want any quick service, don't, never come here. This place, there's nothing quick here. We are just here for God. Yes, we know what we want. We even have a song for that. Yes. You need to keep changing and you keep being there to answer the questions. When you listen to the Makana, you say that I'm answering questions. Job chapter 5, verse 2. God is looking for someone to answer questions. Number 3, carry on. Job chapter 5 and verse 2, it says, Wrath kills the foolish man. I have seen the foolish taking root, but suddenly I cursed his habitation. His children are far from safety. Hmm? And they are crushed in the gate. Neither is there anybody to deliver them. So God is looking for somebody to help the children who are far from safety. Amen. 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 When you see a young girl who is being, you see like some of these film stars were saying, One of them was saying that he's a specialist of virgins. That means a virgin is not safe. Yes. He'll he'll be crushed. His children are what? Far from safety. But God is looking for a shepherd who will be around somewhere. A good shepherd. Somebody who is not just ready to sit in church to just be listening to preaching. You know, I am expecting every one of you to rise up and look for children who are far from safety. There are plenty in Ghana and plenty all over the world. Children who are far, they are far from being safe. There are many girls, if you just hear, I love you, you see that you'll be confused. How many girls have been confused when you heard I love you? Raise your hand. Raise, I want you to see in that not only this section, this way as well. You heard I love you and you became confused. Raise your hand. Brothers, look at it. Do you see? I want everybody to see. And you even wonder that why should you be confused when you hear I love you? It's because you are a child. A grown-up lady, when she hears I love you, you say, and so what? Come on, you behave yourself then. Say the right things. Say the right things. 
Respect yourself. Respect yourself. You, you, you can't just come around and be saying, I love you to, to, to people. What do you mean by that? Respect yourself. Come on. Put yourself together. But some of you, no man has ever come toward you. No boy has ever come toward you. So when one boy comes and says, Hi, baby. I need you, baby. No one has ever needed you before. Hey! And now somebody says, He needs you. He needs you. In this life, He needs you. If there's no shepherd, to say, you can't give yourself to boys like Kobe G. To write a song for the, for the young people. You can't give your, go around giving yourself to boys like Kobe. He promised them, he promised others too, apart from you. The first boyfriend I had, Peter. I gave myself to him. Night after night. Huh? When I needed somebody to hold me. If there was a shepherd who had come to the children who are not safe. He would have stood there and said, this is nonsense. Don't listen to this. God has a better person and more nicer people than these rappers who are trying to rap you. Lift your hand and say, Lord, I know you need somebody. Say, Lord, I know you need somebody. You can depend on me. I'm ready to fight for the children who are not safe. Just allow God to recruit you. Yes. Allow God to recruit you. Number four. God is looking for a, a, a mediator between God and man. A mediator. Job chapter 9. A mediator. Verse 30. If I wash myself with snow water and make my hands ever so clean, yet shalt thou plunge me in the ditch and mine own clothes shall abhor me. For he is not a man as I am that I should answer him. And we should come together in judgment. Verse 33. Neither is there any days man betwixt us. God is looking for a days man. Neither is there any days man betwixt us. That might lay his hand upon us both. Now. Days man. Do you want to find out what is the meaning of days man? Check it up. It means a mediator. Dictionary people, come on. We need fast, nimble, high-tech people. Days man. An arbiter. A referee. A mediator. You know, somebody who can say, hey, 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 Please, 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 leave it, leave it, leave it, leave it. Wow. This is what God is needing. He said, there's no days man. 
No days man. It's a, it's a King James word. A days man is a man who goes to East Legon and Medina. He's a days man. As you are walking in town, you are the last roadblock between God's judgment and somebody. You are, you are in between. When God sees you, say, my child is there. I can't bend that place down because my child, my son is there talking for these people. Yeah. Even amongst us, human beings. People come to pastors. The other day, somebody came to see me about one of my church members. He felt that, oh, this man comes to your church. If I see Bishop, I can, he can come in between, into this case. And it was true. He could, I could. I could. So I told him what I thought. Are you going to be there? I'm just going to sit and say, I want a beloved. That's not how to get a beloved though. This is the way, I'm showing you the way to get a beloved. This not, that's, not, that's not how to be rich. Oh. That's not how to be rich. You be rich and you prosper by becoming somebody who helps people. It's, the, it's your selfishness that doesn't make you prosper. You know, you people, you should go to America to see something. How many will be there soon? Now, if you go to America, you see the black American, what do they call them? African-American community. You know, I, I didn't know much about them, but the few people that we know are the ones we see on TV. Who are the people we see? Oprah Winfrey, Denzel Washington, and all those t- type of people. So you get a feeling that they are um, really, really rich and making it. They are like a making it community. But when I went to California one time, the pastor was introducing me in California. And he said that our people, this is in Los Angeles, he said our people, we are, we, we are the lowest, the black people, the lowest in everything. Lowest poverty, finances, lowest in health, lowest in education, lowest in employment, lowest in any area. And then the Africans who come from Africa, who come by plane, they came by ship. Those who come by plane, do you understand? Recently, you, you see that those Africans, like Ghanaians and Nigerians, who get there, they do even better. Yes. Because many of the people there, you know, they just look around and say, oh, we don't have this, man, we've been cheated. You know, they don't treat us right. It's just because I'm black. They're doing this and that. Their whole mind doesn't work. But it would have been one of the richest communities in the world. True. So, East, and you rarely see, you know, if you take Assemblies of God and, let's say, another church called Church of God in Christ. They are all churches. They were started around the same time. The equivalent of Assemblies of God is Church of God in Christ. You hardly see a a Church of God in Christ in anywhere in Africa. The white is Assemblies of God. The black is Church of God in Christ. Black people say, oh no, we have a lot of problems. We can't, you know, hey man, you know, treat us well, man. We don't don't have this. We don't need the one. You know, you can't do that, man. Hey man, what's going on? We've got to reach out to our people, man. We're in the city, man. You know, we... I don't, I don't go anywhere to do anything to anybody. But Assemblies of God, you see everywhere Assemblies of God. It's one of the largest churches in Ghana. Assemblies of God. All of our white missionaries came here. 
all over the world. So instead of looking into yourself, you say, man, I'm a poor man. I can't even buy one kebab after church. Man, I'm not going to help nobody, man. I can, God doesn't need me. God needs those guys who have cars. I got my own problem. Tell you, start speaking some American slangs to your neighbor. Man, hey man, I got a lot of problems, man. I can't go to no outreach, man. Hey man, what are you talking about, man? I got problems on my own. Man. Huh? You see? That's the way of thinking that leads to poverty. The way of thinking that, hey, let us arise. And let us go and help somebody we are better off than others from somebody somewhere. That's the mentality that will make us send a missionary from Ghana to Rwanda. Or from Ghana to Congo. Ghana to Bukavu. Ghana to Goma. Do you know Goma? Do you know Goma? Where all the refugees went from Rwanda. When they fled from Rwanda, one million of them, they fled to Goma and Bukavu. Across the river. Yes. And you see the humanitarian crisis that is there. For us to rise and to go to such a place. Instead of saying, oh man, we got problems, man. You know. You know what I mean, man. Hey man, I can't think of nobody in no Rwanda, man. I'm going to know Rwanda. I'm staying right here, man. We got problems right here. That is the mentality that creates poverty, oh. That is the mentality that creates poverty. That's why you always be poor with that mind. God forbid. Yes. But when you rise up and say, you know, I'm going to help somebody. Yes. You suddenly start to be a different person. Yes. So, yes, you don't have this, you don't have this. Do you know what we all don't have? Charlie, if you were to interview the person next to you, you'd be surprised about the, the problems that the person is having. Serious issues. Look, take the person sitting next to you and say, Charlie, what are your issues this, this afternoon? What, what, are, what are the issues that are worrying you this afternoon? You can't even believe it. Number five. God is looking for someone to become a father to the fatherless. Yes. Job chapter 29, verse 11. You know, Job was talking in in chapter 29. He describes the things that he has done in life. He said, when the ear heard me, then it blessed me. And when the eye saw me, it gave witness to me. Hmm. Because I delivered the poor that cried and the fatherless and him that had none to help him. What's the next verse? The blessing of him that was ready to perish came upon me. The man, who was, the man who was about to die, bless him. It's a special blessing. A person who is just about to die, and he blesses you. The blessing of him that was ready to perish. Bless me. And then I caused the widow's heart to sing. I made widows sing. 
Widows that were sad. Widows that were helpless and hopeless. I made them sing for joy. I made widows sing. It's not a small ministry. To be able to make a widow to sing. And the next verse. I put on my righteousness. And it goes on. So brothers and sisters. You become a father to the fatherless. Many of us here, we didn't grow up with your father. You don't know what is a father. Yes. No one has shouted at you before. No one has beaten you before. You've grown up as a monster. You don't even know you are a monster. It's when you marry that you see that you are a monster. Yes. It's true. Some of you girls have never been told something is wrong with you before. Come on, go and have your bath and wash your pants. Smelly girl. You see, you only come to church and people say, hey, you are looking nice. Oh, Oh, well, I like your hair. Oh, where do you get this from? Oh, you are looking whatever. That's not the reality of a girl. That's not the reality of a girl. When the girls go to toilet, it smells the same as when boys go. If not worse. at them beautiful. You look at them beautifully. You'll be shocked. I notice. Ask the nearest girl whether is it not true what the man is saying. Is it true or is it not true? It's worse. Some of you, you will be a young person and people will call you Papa. And people will say, why, why does he call you Papa? I said, oh, I, I don't know why he calls me Papa. I've, I've told him not to call me Papa, but he's always calling me Papa. Because he says, I'm, the, I'm a father to him. I said, but you are younger than him. He said, yeah, but he calls me Papa. Because you become a father to fatherless people. You become a rebuker, a corrector, a leader, a guide. A help, a counselor to somebody. And that's what Job did. That's why he was the most, he was the richest man in the East. That is Asia. That is Japan, Korea, China. He was the richest man in Asia. This was, this was his activities. The richest man, this was, this was what he was doing. He said, I made widows sing. Start, start from verse 1, Job 29. Verse 1. Moreover, Job continued his parable and said, verse 2, all that I was, I wish I was in the olden days, when the the times passed, when God preserved me. Verse 3. When his candles shined upon my forehead, and when his light, I walked through darkness. Carry on. Yeah. As I was in the days of my youth, when the secret of God was on my tabernacle. Carry on. When the Almighty was yet with me, in verse 5, I washed my steps with butter. When I went out of the gate, I prepared my seat. Verse 8. The young men saw me and hid themselves. The princes refrained from everyone respected me. It says, when the ear heard me, it then it blessed me. When the eye saw me, it gave witness. Now look at this. Verse 
15. I was eyes to the blind. This is the richest man in the east. I was eyes to I helped blind people. I was fit to the lame. Wow. Verse 16. I was a father to the poor. And the cause which I knew not, like when I didn't even know about this, I, I, I would search it out. Verse 17. I broke the jaws of the wicked and plucked the spoil out of his mouth. Then said I, I shall die in my nest and I shall multiply my days as the sand. Wow. Verse 20. My glory was fresh in me and my bow received strength. And to me men gave ear and waited and kept silence at my counsel. Yes. What a man. Do you want to be blind to, 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 to know that blind have problems? Close your eyes, everybody. Close your eyes hard and see this is what it's like to be blind. Oh. You can't see anything. Are you closing your eyes? That's what it means to be blind. I'm preaching and you see nothing. You only hear. Huh? Okay, open your eyes. Do you want to experience certain problems before you say, you know, I feel touched by this problem and I'm going to be a help to somebody? Even when you think about it, you realize that all your problems are equal to zero when you compare it with just blindness alone. It's not that bad at all. But Job said, I was eyes to the blind. That's why in our ministry, we are doing so many things for the blind. We have a new hospital. I wish I could show, uh, show it to you. Show them. Send it to Zoe. Yeah. The hospital has this, no, no charges in that hospital. Only looking after such people. Yes. No, no, don't clap. Don't clap. Don't clap. You, 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 you take my reward. <laughs> we are not looking for rewards here. <laughs> Say Lord Say Lord Lord. I know know. You need somebody You can depend on me Yes Lord I know you need somebody God is looking for somebody To help Because you see You know I'll tell you something Maybe you've not thought about it before do you remember the story? Because we can go to it, but you know the story. Acts chapter 10. You know? You remember an angel came to Cornelius' house and the angel told Cornelius, go to Joppa. Do you know where Joppa is? Joppa is Tel Aviv. Yes, Tel Aviv. Joppa. Say, so go there. There is a man there called Peter. Bring him to your house. Okay? Are you listening? Bring him to your house. He's going to come and speak the word. Then when Peter came, he went. So the man, the angel came to Cornelius' house, went to Joppa to get Peter, brought Peter back. When Peter came back, he preached. And that in that sermon, that is when he preached Acts 10, 38, and said that how God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Ghost and power who went around healing. Doing it. It, was, it was Peter's sermon. Now, let me ask you a question. Have you asked yourself, look at Acts chapter 10, verse 1. There was a certain man in Caesarea 
When we go to Israel, you see Caesarea is in between. When we are going to Galilee, we will pass through Caesarea. So Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion. It's named after Caesar, Julius Caesar. So Caesarea. Do you understand? Like a song man after a song, or Sampa man after Mr. Sampa, or Danso man after Danso. Mm-hmm. So Caesar, Caesarea. So they didn't have Caesar man. It would have been Caesar man. <laughs> and he was called centurious. And then verse 2, look at verse 2. A devout man, he feared God. Verse 3. He saw evidently an angel. And the angel said, Cornelius. Wow. Now, let me ask you a question. Why didn't the angel tell Cornelius what he needed to know for salvation? Because the angel was not allowed to speak these words of salvation to a man. It takes a man to preach salvation to other men. God has not given that message to angels. So he, the angel came to tell him, go and get a preacher. Go and get a man. I, I have somebody that is going to come. And he went, traveled to Joppa, came all the way back to Caesarea to come and speak. Meanwhile, the angel was right there. He could have also just opened his mouth and spoken. But God says, I need somebody. I need a man. I need a woman. I need a person. I need a young person. I need somebody like Peter who is going to speak for me, do things for me. I've never seen God in need of anybody. You know, sometimes you understand why God uses people like Jacob, thieves, liars, swindlers. I mean, a clear connection man. And the genes were in his children. All the children were connection people. <laughs> eh? So today God is saying I need I need just one guy. You know and you know what? People with the best temperaments m- most cholerics don't give themselves to the ministry. Most cholerics like people who are choleric. You know because cholerism is natural leadership. Most cholerics don't so, you know what, mom? Yeah, look at the hospital. That's it. New hospital that we're building. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Right here somewhere in Accra. All this is just for, for the eyes to the blind. Cripples. Those people in crutches to, for them to walk. Yeah. It looks very small, but it's a huge thing. <laughs> Aerial shots, yeah. Aha, uh-huh, you can see better over there. Yeah. Yeah. What can you get from a blind man? What, what can he pay you? What can a cripple give you back? Tell the truth, tell the truth. You that you can see, you can't get a job. How much more somebody who cannot see? I'm telling you, you you can see, you can't easily get a job. You can't even sustain yourself. How much more somebody without legs? Even when people see them, they want to withdraw from that problem. They don't want to see it. 
I don't want to see. They don't want to see that problem. It's like, oh, it, it disturbs you when I see it. You want to cover your eyes from these difficulties. And God said, I've, I've never seen God in need. And now he says, you know, I need somebody. The best temperaments, they don't want to do. The cholerics, the melancholics, the people who do well in school, people who are very intelligent, who can think, who can do, who can act, who can implement. So, <laughs> you know, I've got uh, something that I wanted to do. And, uh, you know, uh, it's something all my life is what I want to do, what you are saying. But, uh, and I, 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 that's actually what I'll do. You know, there are certain things I have to put in place. And my grandmother died recently, and then my mother-in-law was also not feeling well. So there are certain bills. I'm stabilizing all those things, and and it's just a matter of time. I've been here for 30 years. I'm watching them. It's a matter of time. Time has still not come. But God God is finding you. You see, that's why, you know, sometimes when a person is mature, he doesn't react to people who, you know, some of you may have ruled the person as, oh, this one is a sinner. It's a bad person. When you experience, you don't rule people out. Oh. You rule them in. You say, in. So the person is supposed to say, hey, please, I can't see. Come and just work. Play on. Jacob, I love. Esau, I hated. God be saying, play on. Play on. So you sit down and you criticize people. He said, look at that man. He's divorced his wife. Look at that. You are Mr. Perfect. If he had also stayed privately in his personal life, he may not have had any marital problems. He would have also had a perfect... He would also be saying that uh, he, uh, if they were giving marks for marriage, he would get 99.8%. Yes. I sleep in my wife's arm every night. My wife and I, you know, we have a great time. All I need is my wife and a, bi- and a book. My wife, a book, a Bible, and I'm okay. Wow. It's an A0.5. Wow. Lord, I know. I know you need a boy, a man, a girl. Yes. You, 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 you get shocked sometimes, the people that God chooses. Yes. I know a lot of people that have insulted Archbishop Duncan Williams for years. There are holier prof, uh, uh, professors at the university, nicer people with very good of everything. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. None of them will want to lift a finger. Yes. One day I attended a, 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 a party. It was his birthday and different people were giving testimonies. One said, I was in prison. You came there. One said, I was in prison. You sent somebody. One said, I, I, this happened. And he took me in my car. Spoke to me. Prayed for me. For a long time. One said, I was just watching. I didn't know them. One after the other. One after the other. You wouldn't lift your hand, you nice person. Nice people at a point, you wonder... About nice people. It's true. You wouldn't lift a finger. You have a mouth to speak about somebody. It's marvelous. Wouldn't do anything for him. 
for God. When people are in need, there's nobody. It's true. Are you still there? Well, I don't care if you are not there, but I'm still here. Psalm 22 verse 11. God is looking for people, somebody to deliver people from trouble. Psalm 22. Be not far from me, for trouble is near, for there is none to help. Many bulls have compassed me. Strong bulls of Bashan have been set around me. They gape open with their mouth as a ravening and roaring lion. Be not far from me. Trouble is near. God is looking for somebody to help people that are in trouble. Are you ready to be there? Are you ready to knock on people's doors? You'll be surprised. They're waiting for you. You know, Keith Green had a song. He said, you know, I heard about you. I read about your magazine. And I read your magazine. I heard about you. But you never came. You never came. You never came. You never came. God is looking for somebody to take pity on the brokenhearted. Number 10. Psalm 69, verse 19. Lord, I know you need somebody. He says, reproach has broken my heart. I am full of heaviness. I look for somebody to take pity. But there was none. I look for comforters. 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 But I found none. Broken hearts. What is a broken heart? A broken heart is a disappointed heart. Yes. You know, brothers, you shouldn't play with young ladies' hearts. Because it's like a... I don't know if you've ever seen a liver. A real liver. It's very softened. Yeah. It's very... You should be careful with young people's hearts. Don't go around people breaking young. There's a song like that. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> Some girls, you just look at them with eyes of love and then they've heard, they hear, I love you, but you were just looking at them. They're hearing wedding bells. From time to time, you should tell the people that are your friends, I don't love you and I'll never marry you. You know, so that they get used to that. Your, your friendship is just friendship. I'll just say, say those words. So I'll, even like you film stars have been saying, lovey, lovey on stage and all that. Before you realize, before you realize it will become real. So you need to say. You need to say to each other, I, I don't love you. I will not marry you. We are just friends. Please, never think that I love you. Never, it shouldn't occur to you that I can marry you. I cannot marry you at all. I, I, your type is not my type. So that we just flow as Christians. Yes. Many hearts are broken. And you see them crying. They can cry from 10 till the morning. They are just weeping, weeping. Then they describe something they call pain. They say there is pain. Hey, my heart is, there's a pain in my heart. I don't know what to do with the pain in my heart. Hey! Hey! 
So you need to be careful. But you see, as a pastor, you have to be there when the hearts are broken. And then you are there. But not that you also go and join the lab and become three of you. <laughs> Two broken hearts, and you come and add and also break your heart and join the three scrambled eggs together. Tell somebody, I now know the Lord is looking for somebody. I'm ready to work for him. What are you going to say to the Lord when he says, I need, I need somebody? You say, Lord, you can depend on me. Amen. Amen. Finally, Isaiah. Hey, if we go, this one is a camp. Huh. This is how that will be a proper one. Now, Matthew chapter 9. The Lord is looking for more workers and laborers to help the weak sheep. Danny boy. And Jesus went about all the cities and the villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom. And healing every sickness and every disease. Verse 36. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is truly plenteous, but the laborers, they are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers laborers this is your opportunity to become a laborer for God now every one of us must know and learn how to come to church with a heart of compassion you know whenever people tell me "Hmm, Bishop thank God for you preaching and thank God for this. And I always say to myself, what about you? I can only do so much. I want you to become one of the workers. Because I can't, do, I can't reach the people you can reach. Yes. Stop trying to reach grown-ups. We are reaching young people. Oh, grown-ups, they will not mind us. We are looking for children and for young people. Yes. And we are our aim is 25,000 people on, at the same time every Sunday. Amen. Yes. Amen. It's possible. How many believe that it's possible? Yes. God is going to do it. And God is going to use that. You see our church, very hot. Very hot. Hey. Can you imagine if it's cooler? Can you imagine if it's nicer? Can you imagine if it is easier? So this is the hot one. This is the hot like the heat is even driving people away. But can you imagine if it's cooler? Yes. You wait, you wait and see. All those who didn't come because of the heat, they'll be ashamed in the day, in the day that it is cool. They say, ah, you are now coming. You are now coming to. Yeah, we have been here all along. God has blessed us. Every drop of sweat is a drop of blessing. Pray, pray that you sweat more because the sweat is turning into blessings, droplets of blessings. Pray that you sweat more in, in, the, in the church. 
25,000 practical. And everyone is going to be a worker. Don't, don't allow anybody to retire you in the church. It's your own personal engine within you that moves. The other day I was talking to a young lady. She said she came with seven buses. That's it. And those seven buses, this swollen Sunday, when we start the swollen Sunday, we are continuing. It's not a swollen day. It's a swollen season. The, the season will be continuing. Yes. Souls. We just want souls. But we are okay as we are. Have you not noticed that we are okay? All that we need to do is to close these doors, put our air conditioners on in here and say, hey, look, we don't have space for those of you outside. And Hey, bye. Just find another church. There's one just behind here. There are other churches all over. Just go somewhere else. Yes. One day, there was a board meeting. A pastor had a board meeting. And the board meeting was made of uh, business top people in the church. They were like deacons. I don't know what name they called them. And he told them that he wanted to expand the church. And, the, and the, that man was particularly a rich man. And uh, he, he knew that when they, when they approve of that plan, he's going to have to give something towards it. And I think he didn't want to give it. Yeah. So he said, no, no, no. It's a bad idea. Let the, let the people go to another church. Yes. I, I couldn't believe when I was listening to the story. And the, and the pastor who was telling this story told me that the businessman himself, the one who said the people should go to another church, is the one who was telling him this story. He said, I said to the people, they should go to another church. We don't need more. We don't need whatever. Let them go, man. So, this, so it, it ended the, the project and they, they couldn't get the people anymore. Now, this man, he built a beautiful house in America. He's an American. He built a beautiful house on a hill. Now, if your house is on a hill, that's a real house. I don't know where your house is. Huh? Where's your house? Everybody here should go and find land on the mountains and build a house there, I tell you. Soon a crowd will be beyond the, beyond the mountains going towards Kofredra. Now, he had his two little daughters and he's, he, he was, the house was finished. I think they were finishing different parts. So he took his two little daughters. This is a man himself telling this story to the mountain, to the house. As they were going, they saw an ice cream car on the way. It's the man himself who's telling the story. He saw an ice cream car on the way. And they just said, Daddy! I'm sure you are not even looking forward to the continuation of my story. So as the children said, Daddy, I want to, and Daddy want to give ice cream, want to give everything nice for his two little babies. But not for the others. Let them go! Let them go! Let them go where they are! Who are they? Let them go away! So Daddy gave them money. Be careful when you cross the road. Be careful when you cross the road. And his two daughters got out of the car. When they got out of the car and they were crossing the road, a 16-wheeler articulator came from around the bank. I don't know how it appeared. And drove over the two children. The man himself is telling the story. He said, I came out of my car. 
running after the truck, picking a piece and a piece and another piece of my two baby daughters. And he said, when I was, when I was, when I was screaming, I was picking the pieces. He said, I heard the voice of God. And God said, you wouldn't build me a church. Huh? You wouldn't want to help me to have the people that I needed to reach. But you wanted to build a house for yourself. Go on now. He said, as he was speaking, the pieces, he heard God speaking to him. It's not, no, no, nobody said it was because of that. He said it. You know, the people that Jesus died for, when he said, I was hungry, you didn't mind me. I was thirsty, you didn't mind me. When were you thirsty? When would I see you hungry on this earth and I'll not give you something? He said, as much as you did it to the least of my brethren, you did it to me. You, you, you threw me out. You wouldn't mind me. You, you felt I was a, a soul that was not worth much. But you wanted to do it for your babies and your children. But you picked up the pieces. Running. 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 Picking up a, a leg and a piece of his two daughters. But that's when he heard God speaking. You wouldn't care for me, eh? And for the people that I care for, but you care for yourself. Go on now. Enjoy it. Go on now. Enjoy it. Let me tell you, Jesus died for a lot of people. He didn't die for you, big, short, nice person. He died for everybody. And it is our duty. I don't know why, but he will not give it to an angel to do. Even if an angel, there are angels standing here. They will never open their mouth to talk about heaven. It's up to me or you to do it. Lord, I know you need somebody. You can depend on me. Not just hot air talk. How painful it is for somebody to say, I'll, I'll marry you. He doesn't marry you. You know, one day I came to my father's bedroom. You know, lawyers have, uh, they have what they call briefs. It's like a small folder. Their pal. So I, just was, I was just standing in, the, in his room, where his, where his bedroom. Then I, I, I decided to read the case. The case, the case that is written on it, this case, this person versus this. And it, I always remember, it's, it's called Breach of Promise to Marry. Madam so-and-so versus so-and-so. The case is Breach of Promise. You promised to marry me, you didn't marry me, and I'm suing you for promising to marry me and not marrying me. Yes. Breach of Promise to Marry. Those of you who are going around breaking young girls' hearts. How painful it is for God when he said, when he looked and said, Lord, I'll serve you. And later he said, I'm going to serve the bank. I'm going to serve the bank. Sulia. I'm going to serve the bank. Lord, I'll serve you. You, 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 you can dance more than even Michael Jackson. Move your leg. But God is saying to you, say yes. That's the way to prosper. What have made me relevant? Is it because I'm a doctor or my name is Heward Mills? No. It's because I'm, I'm looking after children. I'm looking after a lot of people. Yes. That's why our church has even become bigger. All the things we do, there's no, there, there doesn't look like there's a pay in it. 
that's, the, that's where the blessing is. Can't you see that's where the oil is? That one is full of oil. That's power. This hospital is a power place. Power, there's power there to do things. Because Satan disfigures people and blinds people and curses them with all these handicaps. And it's up to us to think of, of Jesus said, I, I couldn't work. You know, when the Lord told me, I heard it clear. He said, you, you can see. It's not easy to get a job. You can walk. It's not easy to get a job. What about these people? So, Lord, I know you need somebody. Sing it for me, please. Come me, Jesus, you can depend on me. Jesus, I know you need somebody. I know you need somebody. Oh, yeah. You've got to have somebody, Lord. You can depend on me. Mm-hmm. Oh, so many people. So many people. They never ever heard of you. They never heard of you. Oh, so many problems they have. Many problems. They think they can't go through it all. You can do the same for them. You can do the same for them. Just like you did for me, Lord. I know you need somebody. Mm-hmm. I know you need somebody. Oh, you've got to have somebody, Lord. You can depend on me. You can depend on me. You can depend on me. Jesus, you can depend on me. Jesus, I know you need somebody. I know you need somebody. You've got to have somebody, Lord. You can depend on me. Mm -hmm. Come on, sing it. The harvest is ripe, harvest is Lord, but the laborers are few. We make you this promise right now. We make this promise. We'll do what you ask us to do. We'll do it. We're gonna speak your name. Wow. We'll never ever be ashamed, Lord. I know you need somebody. I know you need somebody You've got to have somebody Lord, you can depend on So many people, so many, sing that part again So many people Mm. See, they never ever heard of you, Lord And so many problems So many problems They think they can go through you can do the same for them. Do the same for them. Just like you did for me, Lord. Lord. I know you need somebody. I know you need somebody. I know you need somebody. You've got to have somebody, Lord. You can depend on Stand me. Stand to your feet. Come you on. You can depend on me. Jesus, you can depend 
lift your hand if you want to say, Lord, you can, you can depend on me. I'm going to be part of your army. Father, thank you for every hand that is up. Take us at our word, Lord. Use us. Help us to help somebody and not to live lives of selfishness. Lives of doing nothing in your kingdom and in your house. Help us to stop blowing hot air and saying things we don't mean and things which are not true and things which we will never do. Let us not deceive you, Lord, any longer. But let us, let us be your wonderful, humble servants. We give ourselves to you. We thank you. We thank you also for Swollen Sunday that is coming up. We thank you that it will be a season, not just a Sunday. And that you are taking us to 25,000 of lost souls who don't know they are left from their right. We thank you for this blessedness of an army of soul winning Christians in the church. Thank you for this great blessing. In Jesus' name we pray. And as every head is bowed and every eye closed, if you are here today, somebody invited you to church, you don't know Jesus as your savior, pastor, pray with me. I want you to, you want to give your life to God, then lift your right hand up high right now. I'm going to pray with you. You want to give your life to God this um, afternoon now. I want Jesus in my life. Lift your right hand up. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You want to give your life to God today. If you've lifted your hand, just those who've lifted your hand, come to me in the front right now. As we come to the end of this service, I want to pray for you. Come quickly from where you are standing. Come from the back. Come from the side. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to give my life to Jesus. Come. Come. Come, my friend. Come. Maybe somebody invited you. But you don't know Jesus as your Savior. Come, my friend. God needs you. God wants you. Come. God bless you. God bless you. Give him your life. Give him your God bless you. Lift your hands. Beautiful. What a blessing. Close your eyes and say this prayer with me. Say this prayer with me. Say Jesus. Say Jesus. Jesus. Please forgive me for my sins. I open my heart. I can't hear you pray. Say I open my heart and I give my life to Jesus Christ this afternoon. Please forgive me for my sins. I accept Jesus as my savior and my Lord and my master in Jesus name. Please write my name in the book of life. Say it again. Please write my name in the book of life. Thank you Lord in Jesus name. Amen. God bless you. I'm giving you one of my books. It's called How to be born again and avoid going to hell. Amen. That is a blessing for you. Alright. As soon as we close, I want you to come to this place called Salvation Corner. And we are going to come there to pray with you. And your life will never be the same. Amen. So once you are holding this book, when we amen, when we say amen, then you come this way. Okay? God bless you. You may go back to your seats. What's your name, young man? What's your name? Felix. God is changing your life. Amen.
Beautiful. You may be seated. It's time for communion. Take, eat, this is my body, which was broken for you. Drink, this is my blood, which was shed for you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. The cup of blessing which we bless, it's the communion of the blood of Christ. The bread which we break, it's the communion of the body of Christ. Oh, this is the holy meal, the meal of God. It will sustain you, it will make you whole, and it will give you life. When I see the blood, when I see the blood, I will pass over. I will pass over you. When I see the blood, oh, 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 yeah, yeah. stand to your feet. I will pass over you. Father, thank you for the bread. We declare this to be the body of Jesus Christ right now. We thank you that as we receive it, whatever is in the body of Jesus supernaturally is also now entering us whosoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood shall have eternal life as we eat your flesh we partake of you we have communion with the body of Christ whatever is good in the body of Christ we are part of it now we thank you for new blood new blood vessels new brains new kidneys new livers new intestines, new of everything in Jesus name thank you that our bones are healed our muscles are healed our eyes are healed we are getting stronger thank you for power that is coming thank you that diseases are melting away thank you for mercy that is coming into the lives of your people through the body of Jesus Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. Now when I see the blood, I will pass over. Whatever judgment is targeted at us whatever evil has been emboldened to come for us will return because of the blood it will pass over because of the blood death will not come to our houses because of the blood of Jesus our mistakes our sins will not be brought out because of the blood the blood of Jesus Lift your hands for your blessing. 
I bless you with the blessing of a servant. May you be a jewel in the house of God. When I make up my jewels, says the Lord, you will be one of my jewels. When I make up my stars, you'll be one of the stars. Whatever you have not been able to do up till now, by the power of God, you are now able to do it. All types of spiritual barrenness are cured today by the blood of Jesus. All types of emptiness are cured by the blood of Jesus. Every arrow targeted at you is averted in the name of Jesus by the blood of Jesus Christ that takes away the sins of the world. Let your mistakes, let your sins be overlooked. May you hear the words play on. May God give you a second chance and a third chance and a fourth chance. May you rise to heights of influence and glory as you serve the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, receive the blessing of the Lord. Receive the healing of the Lord. Receive the restoration of the Lord. I rebuke the spirit of death, the spirit of cancer, the spirit of leukemia, the spirit of evil diagnosis, the spirit of mysterious diseases, the spirit of wicked attacks. Every enemy that seeks to take you unawares and by surprise, I block it in the name of Jesus. It is averted and overturned in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your foot rest on a solid rock. Be covered with the blood of Jesus. Be delivered from evil. Let the face of the Lord shine over you. Let the angel of the Lord be with you and encamp around you. Any eye that is looking at you with an evil plan, any decision that is taken against you, I overturn it in the name of Jesus. Let me hear your loudest amen. Let me hear your loudest amen. God's power and peace is on you. Go home and be a shining star in your house. May you never be a source of concern in your family. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May you bring good news to your house. In Jesus name. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. We believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books and other resources by Dykewood Mills, please visit our website at www.dykewoodmills.org. God richly bless you. Jess, it's happening. Whoa, Tina, what are you doing in my car? Space is here now. No closet will be left behind. Did you say closet? Yes, the Container Store custom closets are up to 25% off. It doesn't matter the size or shape. Space is coming to them all. You're not serious. Space isn't a joke, Jess. How long do we have? Through October 13th. All right, buckle up. The Container Store Custom Closet Sale is here with up to 25% off all systems, including Alpha. The Container Store, where space comes from. Jess, it's happening. 
Whoa, Tina, what are you doing in my car? Space is here now. No closet will be left behind. Did you say closet? Yes, the Container Store custom closets are up to 25% off. It doesn't matter the size or shape. Space is coming to them all. You're not serious. Space isn't a joke, Jess. How long do we have? Through October 13th. All right, buckle up. The Container Store Custom Closet Sale is here with up to 25% off all systems, including Alpha. The Container Store, where space comes from.